previously on Coruscant Nights. So right now you're you're painting Fife in a very like noble light, but the impression that I got was that he's <laughs> he's not a, he's not a great guy. Uh, no, he's no he will he will do the the wrong thing, knowing it's the wrong thing. If he can in his brain somehow justify that it works out in the end, yeah. he is he is definitely not just like emotionally hurt people, but probably physically hurt people that he knew and trusted on the 1% chance that it would help him. It's worth risking somebody mm-hmm. else if it might just maybe help him in his pursuit. So yeah, he's pretty morally ambiguous where like, you, I don't know what the Star Wars equivalent of the saying is, you gotta break some eggs to make an omelet, that type of thing. So if some people get hurt and some people die, if he saves the universe, isn't that worth it in the end? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aurora Biotech. You know that company, right? Of course. Yeah, up on up on Dak Avenue. They, uh, they've been working on some interesting stuff. And uh, the catch. I know that they got this new cybernetic hand. And it's got some interesting, interesting features. And I was hoping you might be able to get your hands on it for me. I don't. And so I don't usually go for petty larceny, but oh, I, I know. You, but you do. You do what it takes, right? Because I got. I got some interesting information. All right, let us hear it. So Aurora, they are in the possession. They they just uh, they just came upon this uh, this new medical discovery. It's uh, it's a vaccine, and uh, it is eradicated viruses multiple viruses different viruses like an un- unprecedented kind of thing thought you might you know want to get your hands on that might help with your you know research The ancient people of Bava had a saying, you've got to break a few keto eggs to make an omelet. But I don't think they counted on the egg putting itself back together. So you attempt to crack into this computer and uh, as you're doing it, you get distracted because in, in your sort of mind voice like you know what what it feels like to have somebody speak into your mind because of your time on your home planet and you feel hear somebody say Fife oh do I recognize is it do I recognize this voice you do he just sighs and Oreo, is that you? I'm so glad you remembered me. Oh, I can never forget your voice. It chills the spine. Oh, it's impressive. How are things? They have been better. It's good to see you moving around. You've recovered, as I said you would. Yes, the last time we saw each other, 
I was not whole. But that I am now. It was a calculated risk, Oreo, and you knew that it was worth the risk. If you were a scientist, a true scientist, you would understand why I risked so much. Oh, I I do understand, and I'm so grateful for it. But I see that you are busy. I will let you get back to your task, and I will see you later. Okay. Oreo, you know what Anya has here, what it could possibly be. Put aside our petty difference and help me save everyone. This is what I have been talking about for years. You know how important this can be. You send that message off into the void and you get no response. Oh, crap. All right. Um, crap. I don't, the Oreo guy's going to come after me later. Not that I don't deserve it, but okay. I want to try the quick one last time with this computer. And then, um, where am I, um, in relation to the cybernetics? Am I anywhere? Is my, am I on the right floor or am I anywhere near the right place? You are on the right floor. It is one long hallway away. Okay. I'm going to give it one more quick hack to see if I can download their information. If that doesn't work, I'm going to get the heck out of there. Okay. So that's my four and then uh, the one blue for my advantages. Yeah. And then I'm going against the three purple and a black or what do we I forget what the difficulty was. I'm going to we'll do three purple. And how do you feel about getting a black for being a little distracted now? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. my mind is my mind is in three different places at once. Uh And yeah, I can easily type the wrong key. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Ah, Just three advantages. Okay. Okay. So um, you if you wanted to, you'd have one more try, but it's it's a risky one. Yeah, I'm worried that I'm going to be setting off some sort of alarm downstairs. Okay, I'm going to grab the data pad that I see on the table. Uh Who knows? There might be something in there. Yeah. And maybe Demo can do something with it. Yeah. And then I'm going to grab Dr. I don't remember his name. Uh, Dr. I almost said Dr. Skrillex, like he's the DJ. <laughs> That's a whole different doctor. So I'm going to grab Skorlax, Skorlax's uh, ID okay. and kind of like push him under a desk. So if someone walks in, they won't see him right away, that they'd have to like come around a corner and kind of look for him. Yeah. Uh, at and this then, point, his, his eyes are opening up and he looks like he's uh, very groggy. He probably has no idea what's going on. Okay, so into his groggy little head, uh-huh. I'm just gonna. I'm going to whisper. It would be best if you do not scream. I do not make me use my scalpel. There are many ways to keep you quiet that will not kill you. I value you as a researcher, but I will not be caught tonight. The decision is yours. His big black eyes go even wider. And he shakes his head. He's not going to say anything. All right. I pat him on the head, and then I, I start heading towards the cybernetics door right. as quickly and as yeah. quietly as I can. Is there like an official like Aurora Biotech lab coat that has like their logo on it? Like was this like was his lab coat different than mine? Because mine's like a generic white one. Yeah. Do they have like their logo on it? It does have the logo. It's uh, sort of a swoopy three lines uh, that sort of look like the letter. A. Okay. Is there 
Is there one in the room that's not on the guy that I have his hands tied up that I'd have to untie to get his jacket? Because his, uh, his jacket would have four arms. That would look weird if I wore his. That the, There's your three advantages. Yep, there's a jacket. Okay. Just your size. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to put that coat over mine because I don't want to leave mine behind because uh-huh. it's my special one. Yep. So I put that other coat over mine and I'll have his little badge put on, but kind of facing the wrong way. So they, they can see I'm wearing a badge. It just happened to flip around or uh-huh. whatever and they can't see my face. Yeah. And then I'll just start walking like with my cooler. Like I know where I'm going to that cybernetic store. Yeah. So the, that cooler has got a little strap on it. You can put it over your shoulder if you want. And you start, you close the airlocks and start heading down the hallway. All right, I'm, I'm going to try to be vigilant as much as I can, keeping an eye out for Oreo, because, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't know if he's, I'm, I'm expecting him to be just standing there in the hallway or some nonsense. I'd like a vigilance check with a black die because it is dark. All right, vigilance. Okay, three. Let's do, so your vigilance is? Three green. Three green. Let's do average two purples. All right. One success and two threats. So okay. I am, I am, I be the vigilant. So you don't see anybody around this hallway. It's still very dark, and you hear behind you some whistling from down and around the corner. And, okay. Uh, you look to your right, where there's a glass wall into a large laboratory, and you see you see a Polis Mossen. Okay. Now, statistically, there wouldn't be two Polish Mossens working here, yeah. so I have, to, I have to assume that's my friend. Does he see me? It looks like it looks like they see you. Okay. Okay. Um, he didn't seem to want to hurt me before, and he's at the door. I need to get to it. They they're like in the way. Looks like they're behind the the glass wall. Okay. Um, I don't think this is going to be like a fist fight. It's probably more of a battle of the minds. So. Cause I just imagine two scrawny Polish Masons like slap fighting each other. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll just walk right up to where I need to go. You walk right up to where you need to go, and the other uh, Polish Mostan walks, pretty much matching your pace. And as you get to the door, you realize it's your reflection. <laughs> I was about ready to shoot too. I'm like, I'm gonna fire at this thing, and, but no, <laughs> goodness, that would have been funny. Sorry, I thought of that one this <laughs> afternoon, and I'd like that has to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Because uh, I was like, okay, I have my blaster. Uh-huh. I'm like, if I, if I shoot it, this, I know there's going to be some alarm or something. I can't break glass up here because things are probably pressurized. <laughs> so, okay. Glad, glad I trusted myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you get up to, right. the, up to the blast door that houses the biotech research. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and swipe his card and hope that he has an all-access pass to this floor. Yeah, so you swipe his card and it lets you into this office. It's a, a large room. There's a lot of uh, technology. Looks like they're doing a lot of work on cybernetics here. Okay. Hey, um, Doctor Oreo, when I saw him, uh-huh. was he wearing a, a jacket like or a, a jacket like he worked here, or he was just like dressed in normal clothes? Oh, it was just you. It wasn't. A, it wasn't actually him. No, no, no. When he was when before when he was in my head in the other room. Oh, you just heard him. You did not see him. Oh, I didn't see him. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought I thought I, like I, he was like in the room enough where I, I saw him in my peripheral. Nope. Okay, so he's just a, okay. So he's around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I'm gonna kind of if he works here, I can like pretend to be him and see if that works. <laughs> Which I might. I don't know. I might play that. Just if it does come up, there might be a card I have to play. All right. So when this door opens, is there anybody in this room? No, it's uh, pitch black. It doesn't look like there are even any windows in this room. 
Is there like a, if I kind of reach to the side, is there like a light switch? Yep, you find the light switch. The lights turn on. And you see all sorts of tech. Cybernetic hands, arms, various implants, and it looks like they're, they're doing some interesting stuff where they're combining organic and robotic bits. Interesting. I mean, Fife is more of a straight, you know, organic chemical guy, but uh-huh. he can respect that they're trying to make the make life better. So, okay. Sure. When I do a look around, is the hand sitting there nice and a glowing thing right in the middle of the room for me? There are a lot of hands. <laughs> okay. Did Demo <laughs> give me specifics on the hand he wanted? Yeah, he did give you some specifics. Okay. It has some tools specific to slicing. Slicing. So it's okay. it's a hand. It's got a little like port in in okay, so fingers. He, yeah. So he can like so he can like plug right in with his fingers. Yeah. Creepy. All right. All right, so how many hands? Do I, I see multiple, like, hands and things? Yeah, they're a bunch. There are a lot of okay. shelves and desks. Yeah. Okay, now um, I'll make sure I go over. I'm going to grab his first. But can I do, I don't know if it's, like, a perception or something to see if I see anything that sticks out as, like, wow, this is really cool. I might be able to use this myself. Sure, let's do an average perception check. All right. Two purples. Because even if he doesn't need it, maybe I could sell it or something? I don't know. Being an underground doctor doesn't pay all that well. Perception. Not one of my better skills. Alright, you said average? Yep. Alright. No. Okay. It's all cool. It's all Mm -hmm. new tech. It doesn't look like very much has been finished. Or if if they do finish stuff, it doesn't stay here for long. Okay. Okay. Okay, I make sure I get the hand. I don't know if I just put it in one of my, my jacket pockets or does it fit in the cooler? Maybe it does not fit in the cooler. It'll fit in one of your pockets, though. All right, I'll put it in the cooler. And then is there uh, another data pad or anything loose tech in this room? Uh, Nothing loose except all the cybernetics. Okay. Um, Are there any cybernetic eyes? There are lots of cybernetic eyes. Okay, I'm going to like uh, jawbreakers. I'm going to grab like a handful of them. Okay. And put, put them in one of my pockets. Okay. Uh, as you do that, I'm flipping one of my dark side points over because you hear that that guard whistling and it's getting very close to where you are now. Okay, um, can I get over and close the door and flip the lights from the inside? So, is he? From, that, I don't. I don't. How close is he? I don't know. Yeah, he's. Uh, it sounds like he's right around the corner. So okay. let's do an athletics to get over there in time yes. to do it because my my super intelligent guy happens to also be a world-class athlete so i won't make it we'll just do average so it won't be too bad all right well i I have all of the one of green so even 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 the average is complex so average is one or two i forget uh average is two unless you want to do something else to get the lights off um, well, I don't have a data pad or anything, and I'm trying to think. I could, I could throw, <laughs> throw an eye at it, maybe. Certainly could. But what, what would that be for skill-wise, though? Be ranged light. Well, I am actually better at ranged light, so I'm going to grab whatever the heftiest one of these uh, cybernetic eyes yeah. and try to throw it at the the light switch. Yeah, you find one that's about the size of a hut eye. All right, perfect, because I, as a xenobiologist, I know what that is. So cool. So that is uh, a yellow and a green. That's a little bit better. All right, yellow and a green. All right, let's see. I'm going to end up hitting this guard in the face with it. Oh, a success. All right, so, yeah, I grab the, the hot eye. 
I, I flip it once in the air and I catch it and just whip it at it because Fife in his spare time does like to play darts in his office. So he does know how to do nice short throws. It relaxes him. So this is something he's been training for unconsciously his whole life. So he whips a cybernetic eye at that light switch and then he's just going to drop down behind a table. Yeah, the lights shut off. You hear the whistling get a little bit closer and you see the silhouette of somebody look in the door, sort of look around. It's all dark. They don't see anything and they close the door. Okay, cool. I don't know that Oreo guy. He's like a phantom. I just know he's somewhere and he's waiting to get me. Because I want to like, there's nothing I can take. I got my eyes. I got his hand. I got what I need. All right. So from where I'm at, is the quickest way back out the front or is there like a, a service elevator in the back somewhere that could take me down like to the loading dock or whatever? You are pretty much equidistant between the loading dock and the main entrance. Okay. So the main entrance you would assume would go through another airlock. Mm-hmm. It seems from from what you've explored of this building, it seems like it's just a big square. Okay. All right. So. And you knew the loading, loading dock was near the lab that you were at. Previously. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, on my communicator, mm-hmm. call the the blue uh, blue Corvette cabbie guy. Okay. Call him and say I need you behind the building you dropped me off in in about I don't know twenty I don't know if minutes is still a thing in Star Wars in about say yeah. twenty or say we'll say thirty minutes meet me in the back of the building the loading dock. So you turn on your comlink and you say that and through your comlink you hear. Is, is somebody there? Oh, I can't Hello? talk over a comm link. Oh, <laughs> crap. I didn't think about that. Okay. I totally forgot I don't actually speak. All right. I'm going to, <laughs> all right, I'm going to flip the light side point uh-huh. and, and say that I have a specially made comm link from Demo because I have to contact him. We've had conversations before that is like – like has a little touch screen that has the old cell phones with the T9 yeah. where actually I can tap slowly, but I can at least type a message. Okay. So I want to type a message. So yeah, he's going to get like in the Stephen Hawking's, I need you to pick me up behind the building in 30 minutes. <laughs> Great. All right. That's perfect. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. How would I communicate with people digitally? Yeah. Crap. <laughs> All right. So I give that message. And then I wait about five minutes mm-hmm. when the guard is just strolling to give him time to get far enough away. And then um, I'm going to the door. just can't crack open. It's going to open all the way because that's how those doors work. I'm going to open the door from the inside and peek around the corner to see if I see either direction, anybody moving or if I hear the whistling. You do not. Okay. So I'm going to go down the hall towards the loading dock as quick as I can with my bag and my pocket full of eyeballs. Okay, it's uh, it's an easy path. Uh, your pocket full of eyeballs clinks as you walk, but there's no <laughs> way around to hear it. You get to the loading dock and make your way through, it looks like maybe a maintenance office or something like that, mm-hmm. and out into the space behind and to the left of Aurora Biotech. All right, so I'm outside, which took a lot less time than I thought it would, so I probably still have a few minutes before the, the ride gets here. Yeah. Can I check out the the data pad that I stole? Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. Is it, it is it password or is it key card or what is it? It is password, but it is it seems less secure than the computer terminal. Okay. I look left, right. I don't see or hear anybody scurrying about where I can like can I do a 
Perception, maybe? Sure. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Perception's good. It's dark, so we'll add a setback and we'll make it average. So two purples. All right. Two green, two purple, and uh, black. All right. So I don't notice anybody if I wanted to. Yeah. So you're in a, a wide alley. The alley's big enough for a large vehicle to come down, probably to, to grab biohazard waste and that sort of stuff. And the buildings go up on either side. You're at a part of Coruscant where you can't see the sky above you. You just see sort of a, a metal ceiling and you don't see anything out of the ordinary. All right. So I'm going to give this uh, data pad a, a quick see if I can hack into that. Hopefully it's a little bit easier because I'm, I'm hoping this is this is what I have in my head that I'm close enough to the building that I would still be on their Wi-Fi network. Sure. Yeah. And if I can't access stuff, I can still access it while I'm behind the building because I know if I get farther away, I can access their like cloud servers or whatever. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, this is so, this is somebody's personal data pad. So it's not as secure. So okay. Do two purples with your computers. All right. Fate be with me. Or force be with me, I guess would yeah. be the thing. Oh, perfect. Okay, well, okay. one threat. So we got four successes and a threat. Yeah, you are in. You're in. The The background of the data pad is a photo of somebody's Tuca, Star Wars cat. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like they've got, you've got their access to the Holonet. You've got uh, access to some of their files and info okay. about the person whose data pad it is. Okay, uh, can I check the about the data pad to see what name it's attached to? It is attached to... Because if I do something illegal, someone's going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the, the info screen, you see that the, the name attached to it is Jarna Jocks, and that they are a junior scientist. Okay, so they might have access to a certain level. They won't have as much as anybody else, but they still yeah. have something. Yep. So what are, you, what are you trying to look for? I'm trying to look for any and all data on Anya's research. Anything that they might have that I could see like like notes, any progress, anything that they have associated to Anya's vaccine that I could pull and maybe help me modify and fix this thing. Or sure. not fix it, make it better. What you find is a calendar um, with a set of experiments on it and notes for each day that experiments were done. Okay. What is the, is, is the timetable reasonable to me like i look and okay that's how long this should take or it's like wait this is way too fast or this is way too slow yeah so the basics of the vaccine was were were just uh discovered about a week ago and um yeah so it 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 is some very fast research yeah because i'm like in a week she's already test i mean i'm bold and testing it on the populace (laughs) in a week yeah that's that's something i would do and i'm i'm shunned yeah there's also some very basic info about the subject that, what was it called? The, oh, the, the, the vampire guy. Yeah, and Anzat. Yeah. Okay, Is uh, for the Anzat, does, does it show that he's held on site? Does it have, like, where they found him or where he came from or anything like that? The Anzat was actually taken to the clones. Oh, yeah. oh they're going to try to clone him and Masper do. Wow, that's bold. I can respect that they're cloning him to make more of him to drain him more of his whatever he's got. It was actually uh, an arrest. Oh, he got arrest. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, see, you said clones, and my brain went cloners. Cloners. Like they yeah. were trying to make copies of him. Okay, so he's under. So he got arrested. Yeah. And okay. <sighs> okay. So once once my uh, my ride gets here, I'm gonna want to take the hand to Demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna take the hand of Demo, and then I'll I'll see if he has any uh, 
clone contacts that maybe I can get access to this vampire guy. Okay. Before long, your blue taxi pulls up. The driver says, uh, All right, hop in. Where are we going next? Uh, we're returning to Ringo's. It's just Ringo's bar. Yep, just Ringo's, yeah. Yeah, we need to return to Ringo's as quickly as possible. All right, just going around a circle. All right, I can do that. And he drives the cab onto Dak Avenue. So the cab starts going down and down and down to the Blacklight District. And as you get further down, the normal warm glow of streetlights turns into darkness and, and neon flickering lights. And as you get closer to Ringo's, I'm going to flip one of my dark side points. Okay. And you hear a familiar voice. In the car? In the car. Okay. Fife. Oreo, it's unexpected to hear you. I'd like to thank you for what you did to me. You're very welcome. Do you realize the breakthrough that we had together? I don't think you do, otherwise you would not have left me. Well, I did not so much as leave you as I was sent off planet by the Magistrate. After I put myself back together, I realized I had done it. We had done it. We had conquered death. That is interesting. How exactly did you piece yourself together? You were barely sentient by best definition when I left you. <laughs> oh, you'll see. Oh, you'll see. I'll show you. I'll see you soon, Fife. I look forward to our meeting. And you pull up. And, yes. Yes. And I would say, and there is a, a bead of perspiration on Fife's forehead as he's like, oh, this is this is going to be like he's intrigued as a scientist, mm -hmm. but he's like, oh, I might die from this. And it's like, OK, well, OK, it's like scary and exciting at the same time. All right. So we're back at Ringo. Pull up to Ringo's. The neon lights out front flash in uh, various colored rings and people are still coming and going even though it's late at night. You push your way through the crowd and make your way back to Demo's little uh, hideout. Demo, I have what you asked for, but before I hand this over, I have a request. Uh, what uh, What kind of... Did you say you had a request? What do you got? Well... I show him the hand and then I kind of show him the hand, the handful of cybernetic eyes as well. I said, I know these were not on your list, but they may be useful for you. But I need a contact within the clones. Contact in the clones. Um, that's a tough, that's a tough one. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to need, need a minute on that one. Yeah. Let me, let me look at these eyes. He picks one of them up and puts it up to his little visor. Well, I mean, I, I, I like my visor. I don't, I don't need any eyes, but you can probably get some good money for these things. Let me, uh, let me see about that clone thing and I'll see if I can get you a buyer for these. Unless, I mean, you don't, you don't have any, these are useless to you, right? You don't need them. You can just sell them, right? Yes. Take your usual fee and that will be fine. Okay. Uh, you want to, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do my magic here. Mind, mind stepping outside? 
Yes, I will step outside. Doesn't enjoy the bar, but he knows that he respects a craftsman in his field. Uh So he'll go back to the bar and try to find a corner or something where you can stand and not be touched by anybody. Why don't you describe the bar for me? Sure. I kind of picture it as kind of almost it used to be like the hot place in town, like when it first came out. But the manager got lazy or whatever, and it's just like they haven't painted in a couple decades. And it's just kind of paints chipping off the walls. The, the any pictures or anything is faded out, and it definitely has a rundown feel to it. It just feels just like a little dirty. Like everywhere you touch, you imagine there's just a little sticky on everything you touch. Yeah. So he's just trying to find the least sticky corner of the sticky the sticky bar. <laughs> you sidle up next to. Uh... Can Polis Massens eat and drink? They absorb things through, I think, either their face or their hands. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So he, he can, in theory, put his hand into a into a drink and absorb it through his hand, if I, if I remember my reading correctly. Okay. Yeah, you sidle up next to a Wookiee. He looks down at you. You, you order a drink or, or whatever. It takes it takes about 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I would order just a plain, like, water. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Preferably bottled, because you don't know where the taps have been. <laughs> exactly, yeah. After about 10 minutes, you, your comlink buzzes. It's Demo. He's ready for you. All right, so I kind of just slide away from that, the Wookiee, and flick a flea off my arm and <laughs> head, head back to Demo. All right, I, uh, I got some buyers for you. Um, I, I got a guy you can, who can... I got a fence. I don't know if you want to leave those with me. I can get you, get you the money. You know, this and you really have to worry about. You just uh, he, he takes a small cut, but you'll you'll get a good a good bit from these. That would be agreeable. All right. Would you be able to secure my bag while I run my next errand? I would rather it not get lost or destroyed. I don't like that, but how about you know, like a just like a small fee? How about that? I, I mean, I'm, I'm no storage locker, so. You could raise your fee on the, the, the goods. You could take 70% of the profits oh, from really? the ops. Really? That's, that's very ba- generous of you. I appreciate it. This bag is of the utmost importance. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, I got you contacting the clones. It's number, well, he goes by, uh, he goes by ink. That's what, that's what they call him. You can find them up at the, uh, the, uh, the, the processing place, you know, the CPS. Okay, I will find this ink. Is he expecting me? He is expecting someone. I, I didn't give him a description. You know, I value your privacy. I, you know. Okay. Uh, all right, I will, yeah, head back out of the bar. And did the cab driver, I assume he could drive away. If he drove away, I'm going to call him back again because he's now like my favorite cabbie. <laughs> uh, you call him back. He's like, well, yeah, I'll be down in a minute. I just got another job. Um, just uh, give me five and I'll be down. Okay. I respond with my Stephen knocking. That is fine. <laughs> you have an uneventful five minutes. Is there anything you like to do while you're waiting for your cabbie? Now, um, this is like, I never really read how this works. Can I try to speak to Oreo if I can't see him? Because, I mean, he was talking to me in a car. I don't know. I guess he had to be somewhere where he could see me. Can I just broadcast and see if I feel his, like, his telepathic signal out there? Like, can I can I pick up his Wi-Fi signal in my brain somehow to see if he's anywhere near? Um, I don't know if that'd be some kind of weird 
skill I think that would check. Be a check. Okay, not my best thing, but sure. I'll see if while I'm standing there, I'm just gonna just kind of like close my eyes and just try to feel if he's there. Yeah, let's do a, a two difficulty perception. Sure. Can I get a blue since we worked together for so long? I kind of recognize what yeah. his vibe is. Yeah. All right. So let's see. <sighs> nope. Yeah, you don't feel him nearby. All right, so I'll just stand there as nonchalantly as I can and just wait for my cab. Do you want to do anything with that advantage? Uh, can we get the cab there just faster than I expected it so I'm not out here too long with these dirty, dirty people? <laughs> yeah, there are lots of people walking by with interesting hairdos and outfits yeah. and, and stuff, and the cabbie pulls up a little earlier than he said he would. All right, where to next? All right, and I uh, give him the address to whatever clone... I mean, are they called police stations? I don't know what they're what yeah, the proper name. Is. This particular place is the central processing station. Okay. It, yeah. it is uh, a central location for clones, but it is also the place where they sort of handle immigration. People come in off world who need to live here for any amount of time have to go through one of the processing stations. Okay. So yeah, please, you would not be too much of a trouble. We need to head to central processing. Now, we have just met. Do you have a record of some kind that will be an issue if we go to the troopers? Uh, no, nah, I, I don't. There's nothing. Nah, I mean, yeah, Lost Cabby's got something, but uh, no big deal, right? I will trust you. You have not done me wrong yet. So it's a busy night for you. It can be quite eventful. We might, you and I, be saving the universe together. Oh, really? Tell me more. I'm interested. Well, sure. As as we drive, I'll just kind of explain, you know, give him like a little the 25 cent wiki of my life and what I've been trying to do and how I might have just stumbled on a major breakthrough and we could be, you know, ending disease in the universe that no one will ever be at least no one will die of sickness anymore. Yeah. If you could see his eyes behind the goggles, you would see them uh, sort of glaze over about halfway <laughs> through. Oh, oh yeah, because he's uh, using like he's using like the four syllable scientific words and all this kind of stuff, yeah. and he doesn't know how, he doesn't know how to speak layman really. <laughs> right. And eventually, you get to the central processing station. You need me to stick around. You gonna be long? Give me, we'll say thirty minutes. If I do not return, you may be on your way. All right. I could probably pick up a fare. All right. Sounds good. See you in about a half hour. Thank you. You head into the central processing station. All right. So when I get in there, do I see like just a bustle of people moving about? Yeah. You walk in. There's a, the entrance is this big room with, it's the entrance to the, the men in black place. Nice. It's okay. a big, a uh, big room with a fan on either side. And there's an, <laughs> there's an old clone sitting there reading a hollow newspaper who glances up at you as you pass and you get into the main area. It is uh, very large, bright and white. And uh, even at this time of night, there are people um, in lines, there's talking in various languages and there's a reception desk with a clone wearing a black military uniform. Sure. Um, I'm going to just kind of stand there looking around like nonchalantly and I'm going to yell as loud as I can into everyone's head mm -hmm. and just yell. Uh, his name was Ink, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to yell Ink really, really as loud as I possibly can to as many heads as I can to see if anybody like head perks up. You yelled that as loud as you could. 
a lot of people look very confused and they're sort of looking around and one trooper in a black military uniform you see his uh, eyebrows furrow and he looks around a little bit more carefully than the rest of the people perfect so i'm gonna just kind of try to walk directly towards him. Since now I know where I'm going, I'm going to, again, play the whole walk like I know where I'm going thing and uh-huh. just kind of walk towards him and see if they just let me go by since I'm walking with purpose. Yeah, they do. All right, cool. So I just walk right up to him and just into, just like the, the whisper talk just into his head. Are you Mr. Ink? Yeah, I'm, I'm Ink. Who are you? Demo sent to me. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. What can I do for you? I'm looking for a specific individual, a Unzat that might have been brought in a within the last week. Oh, well, that's interesting. I don't typically work for free, though. What is it you require? Credits, preferably. And uh, we should also be having this conversation somewhere else. No one can hear me. <sighs> okay. If you would like to go to a different room for so you are more comfortable, I am agreeable to that. No, it's fine. We can talk here. It's just uh, certain things shouldn't be said in certain places. But um, oh, I guess I'll take care of that since no one can hear you. Okay. So you're uh, looking for in on on that? Yes, a uh, a face full of tentacles has a tendency to eat brains. Yeah, I've uh, heard stories about them. Didn't really know they they existed, Uh, but let me see what I can do. And he starts typing in his computer. We haven't had many of them come through here. and In fact, we've only had one. Uh, What do you want with them? I must speak to them as soon as possible. Well, that may be uh, difficult. Is this a money situation or the person is no longer among the living difficult type situation? Well, uh, things work pretty, pretty fast. Uh, they move fast around here and well, they're, they're off world at this point. Seems they've attacked more than a few people and for the safety of the citizens of Coruscant, we've moved them off planet. What did you uh, need with this person anyway? I needed their blood. Interesting. Is that something you might have procured in your assessment of him? It may be as part of your... I am not a police officer or a man of the law. I don't know what your investigations usually entail, but any and all data about this individual would be much appreciated. All right, yeah. We did take some DNA, and uh, it helped solve some cases, connected this individual with more than a few crimes. I think we could figure something out here. Why don't you, since no one can hear me, why don't you say a number that will get this to happen? Yeah, sounds good. How about, uh, 900? That's more than I have on me right now. I think I have 500 on me. Do you have any rashes? <laughs> uh, why, yes, I do. He pulls up his sleeve. Uh, they heal well. He's got, he's got like a, a sleeve of tattoos. Us clones are good at healing. I know, it's like in my head, I'm like, can I offer physicals for all the officers? I don't know what I do here. 
Can is there any room for negotiation here? I have services that I could provide you and your your brothers. I know in your line of work that injuries occur and I don't know if this facility offers affordable or the best medical care. I could assist. You could you could try to negotiate him down on on his his price if you want. Sure. Yeah, I'll do a, a negotiation. All right. It'll be average to difficulty. <laughs> I got one green in there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else that I can really. No boost. I'm trying. They're like it's not a coercion thing or anything like that. So yeah. Okay. I mean, I do know genetics, and I might be able to like lean on the fact that I know what like because clones have a short lifespan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's oh, that's an angle. Okay, I can do that. All right. So I'll, I'll tell him, I know you and your brothers have limited time on this world. I am working on something that would extend your existences tenfold. His eyebrows go up. You would not pass away in decades. If what I'm working on succeeds, you can have full existences like those you were cloned from. Yeah, I just turned four and my knees are already hurt. Um, imagine living to 50 or 60 or 70 years. This is what I can possibly give to you. All right, that sounds pretty good. One of you, well, yeah, that's that's pretty enticing. Add two boost die to your roll. Oh. All right, so I got one. The two. Actually, you know what? I'm going to flip it and give myself one yellow. And then you said it was against what difficulty? Two. All right. A yellow, two blue against two purple. It still seems stacked against me, but who knows? Ah, nope. You know, that sounds pretty good and all, but uh, I don't know. I don't trust you. And uh, I think it's uh, going to be the amount we talked about. Now, you can give me part today and part later. Uh, I'm going to be around here for a while. I'm stationed on Coruscant, so... Okay, yeah, because if those eyes sell, I might have enough money to appear tomorrow. So, sure, okay. I'll go. That is agreeable. I can give you 450 credits now. Great. All right. Well, that works for me. Yeah, I don't know. It's a slide the credits over type, you know, in this nonchalant way. Yeah, he looks around and shoves them in his pocket. All right. Why don't you follow right. me to the back then? Actually, I'm going to walk behind you. We call this the old Wookiee prisoner trick. <laughs> Should my okay. hands be cuffed or behind my back? Just uh, keep them close together. Nobody's really looking late at night. Everybody's sleeping. Okay, yeah. He puts his interlocks his long, creepy fingers and just walks forward and letting... I assume the guy's guiding me with a hand on my shoulder or something so I know where to go. Yeah. You two catch the attention of uh, a few other clone troopers and he gives you a little shove and says, Move along, scumbag. And pushes you towards a, a door at the far end of the facility. He types it a code and the door opens up. And inside there's a hallway. And he leads you, at this point, he, he leads to a room off to the side. Types in another code, 
making sure to cover it up so you can't see it. <laughs> I was about to ask you, can I roll to see if I see this? Because this might become in the future. I might need to break into the station. So, but he's clever. He's got me. The door opens up into basically a file room. It's uh, how do they do? How do they do? How we? How do we do a filing cabinet? So it's got like sort of filing cabinet kind of things where he uh-huh. slides out a, a tray and it's like glowing blue and he takes okay. a little chip off it and plugs it into a terminal on the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. All right. This is everything we've got on this person. Uh, what did you need to know? I need to know everything, where he originates from, any of his DNA signatures, his the type of his blood, any pertinent biological information. All right, let's see. So they found him in the sewers? I don't know. You might have to listen to episode one through three, of course, on nights to find out all about it. <laughs> and so he tells you everything that he can about this person. They were found in a sewer. They were attacking people up near Dak Avenue. And a doctor and uh, computer specialist ended up... It, it was very odd and roundabout. But they took this person to uh, Aurora Biotech, got some DNA from some stem cells from this person, and uh, created this vaccine. They were then arrested by the local clone regiment and sent off-world to a secure facility. They have uh, some DNA records on file that he could probably make a copy for you. And then some of the information is restricted. As in restricted, like he's not showing me or like he pulls it up and has the black bar on it type situation. Yeah, it is uh, redacted. Interesting. Yeah. Can I convince him to like upload that to my communicator portable data device thing? Sure. For 900 credits, he'll happily do that. Yeah, so... This data pad with the cat picture? Yes, of course. But I, I, I love right. cats. They're my favorite. He <laughs> plugs it in and moves the data over onto it. Perfect. Okay, so I got DNA signature, which is useful. I, I Do I know what planet he was sent to? Or I just know that he was sent away. Uh, let's say that information is also redacted because I don't redacted. want to pick up a prison right now. No worries. I figured it was redacted. All right. So I have this is all going to be very useful, Link. If you ever need any treatment or medical assistance, please find me. And I'll give him, you know, a card that just has the name of the medical facility, which Uh I have no, I have no idea what it's called, but you know, and like a a PO box. Yeah, basically. It doesn't not have my name on it or anything, but it's just. The, an address with a picture of like a, a generic hospital on it and an address and yeah like a I, I assume I have like a coded com link or something that maybe Demo set up for me so people could call me through there that's like yeah, a so if, you, if you ever need okay. anything do not hesitate alright and uh, I'll see you tomorrow for the rest of those credits I will see you tomorrow great cool then yeah then I will get out of there as quietly and quickly as possible all right, so yeah, he uh, opens up the the door and takes a peek around. And is like, all right, good. Go go ahead. See you later. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I skedaddle, and I'm assuming it took less than the thirty minutes. I'm hoping maybe until my cabbie's still there. It did take less than thirty minutes, and your cabbie is not pulled up yet. Okay, so he's still doing his job. Yeah, he's he's out. He's probably got another fare. Okay. All right, so then I'm going to uh, find a quiet 
place somewhere near the front. I don't know if there's like benches or chairs or something where I could sit quietly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just hit the data pad up and start looking over like his DNA, see if there's any markers that like jump out to me that show why this this individual's blood or whatever the stem cells is working so well on everybody. Okay. Yeah, so you get the data pad open and I would like another medical check, which you should be pretty good at. That is, yeah, my be- that's my bread and butter. Yep, I'm going to flip one of my dark sides to uh, turn one of the two purples into a red, and I'm going to give you a setback for the redacted info. All right, so one of each, right? Uh, yep. All right, make sure I'm putting the right thing for medicine, three and a one. All right, so four successes, a triumph, and two threats. Really hoping for that despair. Okay. What, <laughs> it wasn't a computer's check, so you didn't, like, break through the redacted info or anything. Yeah, I wasn't, tr- yeah, I wasn't trying to do that right now. That's something I might have Demo do if I, if I get back to him. But I'm yeah. just looking over what's exposed and trying to look for markers, things that might connect to what I've been working on, like I recognize similarities between my project and theirs, that type of stuff. Yeah, so there comes a certain point where with the redacted info, since your threat came up on that setback, like that redacted info really sort of messed with your results. Like you're not quite sure what some of the results that you're getting mm-hmm. or the, some of the ideas uh, that you're getting from this would mean. Okay. What exactly are you looking for here? I'm trying to see if the from the, the data that I see on like his DNA and I know I've been working like he's a xenobiologist that I've been working with different types of DNA trying to see anything that could be a key to prolonging life do I see any like markers that I've happened to in my research like oh hey you know chromosome 47 or whatever and does he have markers that I recognize there is a marker that you recognize and sort of tying everything together reading between the lines here like the literal black lines that are marking things out, you get the strong suspicion that this person had some sort of force connection. Okay. So this is a force sensitive vampire. Yeah. Yep. It's like fan fiction. I dig it. Yeah. What, uh, what do you want with that triumph? I want the triumph be that, I don't know. It's in my playoff later that seeing the, markers there and in my research that when I get to to the vials and examine them that I'm going to be able to at least have a better chance of cranking this thing up from where they're at to turning it up to like 11 or 12 where it becomes even more uber powerful or maybe you know something like that yeah you maybe you you may find you you have the dots to connect that they didn't yeah yeah Okay. okay Perfect. And then, yeah, the threats are on you. I don't know if what you have planned for those. The threats were that all of the dots did not connect. Okay. There's definitely some missing information that would be very useful to you. And the only way to get that information would be to decrypt, decrypt, slice it. Info. Yeah. Okay. And that's, yeah, I, I just imagine that it's going to be, if it's redacted in this way, it's going to be beyond my meager computer skills. So I'll have, uh, yeah. When the cabbie gets here, my plan is to head to, uh, demo and see if he can do his wizardry all right we see that cab pull up and we'll do a, a swipe back to demo's office demo i need this 
file decrypted as quickly as possible. I am within a breath of a breakthrough and I need, I need you to do this as quickly as possible. Whatever you're working on is not as important as this. This is the whole, I don't know if Holy Grail is a thing in Star Wars. What would be the Holy Grail in Star Wars? Uh, that's, that's something. Yeah, I don't know. This movie's maybe fine. We'll say Holy Grail is actually a Polish Mason saying. Yeah, yeah, it's a Polish Mason saying that maybe he doesn't get this. The Holy Grail. We must open this. Okay, you sure are uh, busy tonight. Jeez, don't you have anyone else you can talk to? Oh, Demo, you are one of the few sentients that I tolerate on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, your, your flattery will get you nowhere. All right. Uh, you know, I got to work my magic. I don't like people watching me do my tricks. Illusions, right. I should say, not tricks. So. <laughs> I shuffle back to uh, the bar. Fife is actually excited, so he's going to do something he doesn't normally do. He's going to order a... Uh, like a a week, whatever like a Bartles and James version in Star Wars would be like a the the version of wine cooler. He's going to uh-huh. order one of those, and he only drinks those when he's having a really good day. So he's ordering his 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 uh wine cooler. How about like a Corellian sun sunrise with ice? Exactly, yeah, Corellian sunrise on the rocks, my good bartender. Extra water. Yes. And this is one of those places where you don't have to worry about the extra water because it was our <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, you sit back down at the bar. The Wookiee is slumped over the bar at this point. Still there. Oh, poor Wookiee. Yeah. And you sit down with your drink. Maybe you grab it and head over to a corner so you're further away from people. Sure. Yeah, and I'll just lazily like... Uh... Because I'm, I'm like pretty sure it's the absorbed through the finger thing, yeah. so I'm just gonna yeah, just drop two fingers into the uh, the beverage and just slowly start absorbing it. As you do that, I'm going to flip my dark side point again. All right, now I got three light side points. Sweet, uh-huh. it's all in my favor now. You must be onto something to indulge yourself like this, <sighs> Oreo. Like a specter, you haunt me, my friend. Are we going to speak, as it were, face to face? Are you still hiding in the corners? Not just yet. Very well. I have no secrets from my oldest friend. I am close to a breakthrough. That is what has me so excited. I know you speak of your breakthrough, which Honestly, I have my doubts. You were always a second best scientist, but anything is possible. <laughs> oh, oh, Fife. Don't you know it was your breakthrough? You had years ago. You've just been running in circles since. Well, it does not surprise me that you once again stand on my shoulders. Height was never your strong suit. Anyway, I will see you soon. It seems as though your friend DMO is just about done. You should probably head back there now. How the heck does he know that? <laughs> okay. 
okay, keep that to myself. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I, I, I didn't telepathically say that. That was internal monologue, bro. How do you know that? Okay, I, I look up to my community. I assume my communicator goes off right after he says that. <laughs> after he says that, yeah. Okay, he files out of ways. Okay, that's really suspicious. You hear a soft <laughs> chuckle in your head. Okay. All right, so yeah, I'll just head over at the Demos thing and just as nonchalantly as I can, kind of look around to see if I actually see another Polis Mason in here. You don't. Yeah, I would think I would. Yeah, this place has emptied out a bit since the last time you were here, and there are just a few people left. I'm going to assume that he's hiding in a Wookiee suit and he's pretending to be drunk. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I go back to Demo, and hopefully he's rolled well on his computer check. Um, yeah, I should probably roll that. <laughs> I will gladly give him one of my light side points to make sure that they give him a boost. There you go. Perfect. Four successes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. I, I got what you're looking for. All those uh, those nasty black lines are all gone. Yeah, Fife just snatches it right out of his hands as quickly as he can and starts pouring over the data. Okay. Yeah. Very high metachlorian count. Uh, the they it looks like they sent this person off to a jedi facility for yeah for further uh research okay do i know so I, I do i know the facility uh it is off world let's say it is on it is on daxum four daxum four okay all right i'll eventually have to book passage there but that will have to wait for another day let's see demo you are a lifesaver oh, yeah. not just for me but for the universe. Yes, I know. All right. Yeah. Thanks. I just want, I know I may not tell you enough, but I truly appreciate your skill and your friendship. Well, uh, thank, thanks, Fife. Yes. Do not forget about the new soap. Uh, yeah, sure. New soap. Um, yeah, it's getting pretty late. I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, hit the hay. If you need anything else, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah, I'll grab my uh, cooler with the vials. Uh, he's got all the eyes, he's got his hands. Yeah, I got my data pad in my bag and I want to head back to uh, my place. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Dwayne for playing on these episodes. You can find more of Dwayne on the Flight Risk Podcast. Our music is by Mark Everhart. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, or you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the podcast and want to show your support? You can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash CoruscantNights, or you can visit us on Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash CoruscantNights. This data cat, this data cat, this data pad with the cat pictures, this data pad with the cat pictures, this data pad with the cat pictures, this data pad, this, uh, this data pad with the cat pictures, this date, I've been saying pictures, but it's one cat picture.
this data pad with the cat picture. All right, it seems like that should work. Good luck. Bye.